this is eternal life, that they may know you, the only true and living God, and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. Get to know more of God's word and wisdom for your life as you listen to Pastor Elliot Nee Lante Lante. Now, here's today's message. blessed to be in the presence of the Lord. Wow. Amen. Tell somebody you are welcome. Welcome somebody. Tell the person I'm good to be with you. I'm so glad to be with you. Such a big blessing. Hallelujah. Amen. I want to share with you as we continue our series in Philippians. Um, we are still in Philippians chapter 1. Hallelujah. Philippians chapter 1. Father, Philippians 1. The verse, we finished at the verse 8. We're in verse 9 to 11 this time. Verse 9 to 11. It says, and this is my prayer. <clears throat> this is my prayer. That your love may abound more and more in knowledge and depth of insight. This is my prayer. Hallelujah. That your love may abound more and more in depth of insight. So that you may be able to discern what is best. Discerning what is best. And may be pure and blameless until the day of Christ. Hallelujah. These words here are so crucial. Filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God. Filled with the fruits of righteousness that comes. And let's go back to the verse 9. Let's read it again. It's just three verses. Verse 9 to 11. And this is my prayer. So we are going to pray because it's a prayer. Hallelujah. We are going to preach it and pray. This is my prayer. That your love may abound more and more in knowledge and depth of insight. In knowledge and depth of insight, so that you may be able to discern what is best and may be pure and blameless. May be pure and blameless. Jesus is coming for a pure bride. Hallelujah. A blameless bride. And so we will have to have our focus on this verse that Jesus is coming for us. He says, On the day of the Lord, that on the day Jesus will appear we we'll find ourselves pure and blameless. Amen. Filled with the fruits of righteousness. Filled with the fruits of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God. Hallelujah. Now, I want to talk to you about having the key, the key to discerning or choosing what is best. The key there's a key in this passage we've read in 
order to choose what is best and what is good for you and for your life. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. Shall we pray? Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for your great privilege to hear your word. I pray, Lord, that it is not just another Sunday, but it is a time of listening to your word, of listening to the heart, to your heartbeat, of knowing what is on your heart and how we can align our lives to your purposes. In the name of Jesus, bless us, Lord. Let our hearts be receptive and our minds be alert to hear from you. I come against any sort of distraction in the name of Jesus. Have mercy on me, Lord, and use me. Take over, Lord Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus, I thank you. We bless you and we pray. Amen. Choosing what is best. Tell somebody, I can see you choosing what is best. I can see you choosing what is best. Hallelujah. It says the verse 10 is, the, is crucial for us. The verse 10. Uh, so that you may be able to discern. You may be able to choose. You may be able to have the spirit of discernment to know, to discern what is best and may be pure and blameless. Hallelujah. It means that when we choose what is best, we end up being pure and blameless. Hallelujah. Amen. Choosing what is best. Choosing what is best. You see, the end product of a Christian is not what you got at the end of the day. The end product of Christianity is that we may be pure and blameless on the day of his coming. So it doesn't matter which school you went to. It doesn't matter which job you went, you did. It doesn't matter the degrees you had. It doesn't matter who, it doesn't matter. What matters is that what choice are you going to make in order that at the end of the day, you will find yourself blameless and pure when Jesus appears. What are the choices of life? And he says that choice is best. It's the best choice. Hallelujah. Amen. But you need something in order to make those choices, those best choices. You want to go to school? What is the best choice? That would, that would make sure that at the end of the day you are pure and blameless and you've succeeded at the end of the day. You want to marry? Which man or woman will you marry that will end up being the best and the best will end up being that you are pure and you've borne good fruit for the Lord. He says, filled with the fruits of righteousness. Like, there's fruits attached to this best choice. Hallelujah. You bear fruits with this best choice that you make. How do you make the best choice? There's a key we are going to talk about. But I want to talk about the choices in life first of all. Amen. I want to talk about the different wisdoms that we need. Now, if he's saying best, it means that there's good and there's better. And there's best. Tell somebody there's a good choice. Tell somebody there's a better choice. Tell somebody there's a best choice. Hallelujah. Now, in all these classes of wisdom, of good that we have, there's an evil wisdom. There's an evil choosing, evil descending. We're not talking about that yet. We're not going to deal with that. We're talking about the good ones that God wants us to have. Hallelujah. And so, we have the first choice that is the good choice. Huh? 
the good choice. Now, God has placed wisdom in everything in this world. In fact, the good choices are natural wisdom. Hallelujah. The natural wisdom that somebody needs. So, we are talking about good, better, and best. Good, better, and best. The three kinds of wisdoms you need in order to make a good living and to bear fruit. The three kinds that you need. But we want to talk about the best at the end of the day. It's the best we are looking for. We want the best because the best is always the best. Wisdom is the ability to make differences. Wisdom is the ability to discern in between things. Huh? When you're a child and you start to grow, you see everything as one. Huh? Uh, so when you become wiser, you are told this is an animal. Uh, but when you grow, you get a difference between a cat, a bird, a this, a that. You begin to see the differences. Then when you grow a bit more, they tell you the differences in birds. <laughs> then when you continue to grow, you know, you learn all the varieties within the same bird. So your ability to make differences is the growth of your wisdom. Your ability to discern and to say, no, this is blue, this is red, this is not, this is not so. When you start to grow, they tell you all colors, oh, this is a color, this, this. But when you grow, you realize that there are different colors and shades of colors. So your ability to make differences is what wisdom is. And sometimes we have good wisdom, we have better wisdom, and we have the best wisdom. Hallelujah. The best discernment. And God wants us to have the best. He says, you may be able to discern what is best. What is best. But the first wisdom that I think most of us as Christians neglect is the good wisdom. I'll spend a little bit of time on this wisdom. Maybe you want to marry. We are not talking about the best now. Just good wisdom. You want to marry. It's good to check your personality. It's good to check uh, the major differences between you and a woman. It's good to check. It's good to know. It's good to know your love languages. It is good wisdom. Hallelujah. It helps you to make differences. You need to have these checks. You need to know that a woman is very different from a man million times. <laughs> Hallelujah. You need to know that the brain of a woman functions very, very differently. Amazing. I was reading a book on that issue. Hallelujah. Yeah. It's, it is good wisdom. You need that wisdom. Now, I know sometimes we want to go on the other wisdom. The, 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 you know, something. Pastor, I've seen a vision of my woman. No. That is not what we are talking about. Have wisdom about differences. The brain of a woman is collective. The brain of a man is divided. Yeah. So a man can focus more than a woman. It means that a man can do many, a woman can do many things at the same time. Yeah. Let me not explain too much. <laughs> Hallelujah. There are differences. I get it. It's good wisdom. But if that is all you know, it will not be sufficient. But most times we leave such wisdom and we run for something else. Hallelujah. Amen. There's wisdom God has given. 
In fact, very, very simple things. Uh, what was his name? Joseph was asked in Genesis chapter 41. Genesis 41, verse 14. Joseph was asked to come to Pharaoh. You remember he was asked to come to Pharaoh? He was asked uh, to come and interpret the dream and all that. And Genesis, very quickly put that for us, Genesis chapter 41, verse 14. It says something. Genesis 41, verse 14. Very quickly. Good wisdom. Good wisdom. So Pharaoh sent for Joseph. And he was quickly brought from the dungeon. When he had shaved and changed his clothes. <laughs> Hallelujah. He came before Pharaoh. This is what? What is this one? Good wisdom. Hallelujah. Joseph had lived with Potiphar for some time. He had lived, he was a Hebrew, he was a Jew. He, had, he didn't have this, this way of living, shaving and all that, no. But Egyptians lived like that. So he lived among uh, Potiphar and he knew how Potiphar operated. Somebody who was at the king's place. And then he also knew how the king's palace also operated. Because remember, he was with the cupbearer. Are you getting it? And he had talked to the cupbearer. So I'm sure they had shared stories. He knew how the place operated. Sometimes we leave the natural wisdom. We leave the good wisdom and we'll be chasing after something else. Joseph knew that he had to shave his hair and, and present himself in a certain way and bathe. Did he? Yeah. I think he bathed. He didn't want to go there smelling. Change his clothes. Are you getting it? It is natural wisdom. It's a wisdom you have to have. God has placed principles in natural things that we have to find out and work with them. So Joseph changed his clothes. He says, no, 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 I can't, I can't appear there just like that because I'm needed. You want a job, you just appear there like that with your, with your this thing. Huh? You just appear there. When, the, when the, the officer sees you, he doesn't even want to see you. It is natural wisdom. You want a you want to marry, you've got to find a way to shave your hair. Find a way to change your clothes. Use the roll-on, something. Help somebody. Hallelujah. It is natural wisdom. Tell somebody, use the roll-on, please. Use the roll-on. Yeah. Hallelujah. There's wisdom in every... I don't know whether you are getting what I'm saying. I'm trying to bring it across. We, we need to have the wisdom that is natural that God has placed in the systems of this world. We need to know how things work. Natural wisdom tells you how things work. Before you go to the workplace, you should find out how the workplace works. Yeah. You should find out how things work there. How do people succeed there? How do people make it? Don't just say, have the mind of Christ. No, no, no. Find out how things work there. You are going to the school. You don't know how things work there. Then you are, I have the mind of Christ. I have the mind of Christ. No. It is a wisdom we have to appreciate. Hallelujah. When it comes to money, there's a way. Money works. There's a wisdom for money. There are principles. There are financial principles that God has placed. Then you have to get it. You want to do business, there is principles you have to understand. Don't just walk about and don't understanding what things what demands, what is demanded of us. Even grace. 
Grace works with wisdom. Hallelujah. There are principles for grace. I was remembering um, Elijah and the, and the widow. The principle of grace says that if you share in it, you partner in it, you share in the grace. This is not a grace. This is not a saving grace as we talk, spoke about the last time. So Elijah asked the woman, bake something for me, let me eat. Let, let me share out of what you have. Partner with me in this one. And then she also shared in the grace that was on Elijah. Hallelujah. Amen. There are things that we have to find out. I've been so amazed. I just ask, I just keep asking. I keep looking at it. One day we're doing graph theory. I don't know whether you've heard about it. I was amazed how they use graph theories in making roads, in making whatever, even uh, the internet uses graph theory. I was, I was just, I said like so much wisdom has been, principles have been placed in different things. I don't know whether some of you have done it. Google uses graph theory, the same thing, to find things and to search things out for you. There's wisdom. God has. David was called. David was called to the palace. And when he was called to the palace, Bible says that some, some things were said about him. He knew how to talk. He knew how to present himself. He knew how to fight. He knew how to do this. He had, he had certain basic skills. And that brought him in front of Pharaoh. Apart from the anointing that was on his life. Hallelujah. So we've got to know how things function. Let's look at Esther. Esther chapter 2. Esther chapter 2. Very quickly. You want to be in a relationship? Find out how it works. Find out how it works. Have you read a book about relationship already? Have you found out the relationships in the Bible that failed? That succeeded? Hallelujah. Find out how it works. Work out the skill in having a relationship. Work out the skill. Hallelujah. Even ministry works with principles. And we have to find out how they work also. Esther chapter 2. Are you there? Esther chapter 2 of the verse, verse 8 and 9. Let me start from the verse 8. Esther 2 verse 8. When the king's order and edict had been proclaimed, many young women were brought to the citadel of Susa and put under the care of a guy. Esther also was taken to the king's palace and entrusted to Hegai, who are charged of the harem. He placed, she pleased him and won his favor. Immediately, he provided her with a beauty treatment and special food. He assigned to her seven female attendants selected from the king's palace and moved her and her attendants into the best place in the harem. Hallelujah. I pray that you'll be moved to the best places in the name of Jesus. May the Lord move you to the best place. Tell somebody, I can see you being moved to the best places. Tell, tell people, I can see you being moved, advancing to the best places in the name of Jesus. Yes. But look at the wisdom that Esther had. Look at the wisdom that Esther had. Esther had not revealed her nationality or family background because Mordecai had forbidden her to do so. What was that? Natural wisdom. Hallelujah. Mordecai had been around the king's palace. He knows how things work there. He knows that if you go and say something, some things will not work for you. So he told her, hey, when you get there, don't tell them where you are from. Don't say anything. Don't say your nationality. Don't say your family background. Hallelujah. Amen. Because 
Mordecai had forbidden her to do so. This is natural wisdom. We've got to know how things work where we are going to. If you're going to that school, find out how things work. See, the person might not be a believer, but he knows how things work. Because God has placed natural wisdom. He has placed principles. And anybody who uses it will succeed with it. So find out how it works. Find out how that school works. You're going to your next year. Find out how the next year works. Find out those who have made it there. And get the wisdom that is needed. Hallelujah. There's a wisdom that makes this earth grand. You just climb up from your, from your building and say, uh, in the name of Jesus, you come down. You come down. Amen. God has placed wisdom in many things. The next wisdom that I call better wisdom. This is good wisdom, but this is better. It's called an instructive wisdom. An instructive wisdom. Hallelujah. An instructive wisdom makes you gain favor. It makes you go forward a million times. It's a better wisdom. An instruction. Hallelujah. Something that God has told you. Something that God has revealed. An instruction. An instruction is not something you, you discuss. It's not something you, you know, uh, whether I like it, I do it. No, no, no. An instruction is an instruction. Do this, do this, do this, do this. That's all. And you do it. The difficulty with our generation today is that we don't like instructions. We cannot be told what to do. No, no, no. Don't tell me what to do. I was reading uh, just yesterday, someone was saying in the States, in the US, why are you asking us to wear masks? We shouldn't, we can't wear masks. They are, they, are, they are infringing on our freedom. We should choose whether we want to or not to want to wear it. Hey! I said, what kind of people are these? <laughs> instruction. The spirit of taking instructions is taken away from us. We don't like instructive wisdom. Instructions. It is not a discussion. It is not. No! Stop sleeping with that girl. It's an instruction. Stop! That's all. You just stop. Stop. It's an instruction. Tell somebody it's an instruction. It's an instruction. Stop sleeping with her. It's stop sleeping with her. That's all. It's, a, it's an instruction. It's not a discussion. Yeah. Tell somebody, I can see you stopping. I can see you stopping. I can see you stopping. Hallelujah. It is an instruction. It's an instruction. It's not a discussion. I'm, I'm praying that we're able to move to that level. That we can easily take instructions from the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Take instruction. 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 I remember very well. I was going, I applied for a certain school. And the Lord had shown me that this was the school I was supposed to have, I was supposed to be in. And I waited for a year, for months. The school, I wasn't hearing anything. So one day I was going back to my embassy. And to tell them, and uh, they had even told me never to come there. But then um, I was going to, the embassy had told me, go to school. So I was going to, to my former school, so I was going to school. And on my road, on the road to the school, I got to the, I got to the, to the bus station. And I stood there, and the Lord told me, don't take the car. Go to the embassy. These people say never come there. The ambassador, the vice ambassador, whoever, they don't even want to see me there. He says, go to your embassy. Now. Ah. was an instruction. It didn't make sense. But go there now. Hallelujah. And I just went. And when I went, after discussion and all that, not knowing my school was in, I would have gone to continue my old school that I didn't want. And God took me to another place. 
Hallelujah. Instructions. Being able to listen to God and have instructions. I can see you having that. Someone, you see, I don't know, we, we don't like instruction. No, no, no. If you are somebody, nobody can instruct you. It is serious. Yeah. Nobody can tell you what to do. You live in your own world. Nobody tells you what to do. You are in trouble. You are really in trouble. I pray that the Lord makes us humble to take instructions. The next wisdom that I want to spend time with is the spiritual wisdom. This is the best wisdom. Hallelujah. Spiritual wisdom that helps you to make accurate discernment. Amen. This is the wisdom that will help you. This is the wisdom that will make a rich man a fool. <laughs> Hallelujah. It's the wisdom that will reveal the foolishness of the people who trust only in the natural wisdom. This is the wisdom that comes from God himself. It's the wisdom we find in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. If you're not in Christ Jesus, you can't have this wisdom. No, no, no. No. And I want you to have it. Have this wisdom. Amen. This is the wisdom that made Solomon write the book of Ecclesiastes. It was instruction that made him write. Instruction. The second wisdom is what made him write Proverbs. The first wisdom is what made him write Songs of Songs. Yeah. It was a natural wisdom. He saw how things work. You see that man and woman, Charlie, it is like this. He wrote it down. He observed. He came to Proverbs. It was instruction. When you read Proverbs, it's all instruction. 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 Wisdom is instructing. You see, in, in Songs of Songs, there was no instruction there. Yeah, just how things work between man and woman. Man and woman. A beautiful picture of, of the church. Hallelujah. But in Ecclesiastes, he writes about spiritual wisdom. And he concludes at the end of that wisdom that ah, all that man has and needs in his life is just to love his, his maker and to worship him and to know him. That's all. And he says, it is wise wisdom for you to know that from the beginning as a youth. That is the wisdom that made him call everything vanity. That is the wisdom you and I need. Hallelujah. You need that wisdom. That wisdom, fools cannot have it. No, no, no. People who do not know God cannot have it. It's the wisdom that tells somebody that if God, if he says God does not exist, he's a fool. Is that wisdom. It's that wisdom that tells you that no matter what you gather in your life, at the end of the day, you will lose it. Is that wisdom? Is that wisdom that makes you, okay, you are gathering, but this wisdom tells you you are going to leave it very soon. You, you, it doesn't mean anything. That is the highest wisdom. It says the best wisdom. The best wisdom. Hallelujah. I pray that you will have the best wisdom to make the right choices. Hallelujah. It is the wisdom that tells you that it doesn't matter where you live. It doesn't matter where you have. It doesn't matter your possessions. Uh, Psalm, Psalm 1 verse 1. Blessed is the man. Blessed is the man who has a, limbo, a Lamborghini. Blessed is the man who lives among the rich. Blessed is the man who went to the best school. No, 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 no. Blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the ungodly. He doesn't walk in the counsel. 
He doesn't walk in the ways of wicked people. He doesn't walk in the thinking of how people others walk. Or stand in the way of sinners. Or sit in the seats of mockers. Blessed. This is the wisdom. Hallelujah. This is the wisdom that will tell you that you know what? If you are really going to be wise, if you are really going to have the best, you will have to not walk in the minds of the wicked. Or even associate with them, stand with them. Or sit with people who mock. Sit with them. It's the wisdom. You know, sometimes the, the natural wisdom tells you, get, get the best. Whatever you can get, just get it. You know, live amongst the rich. Live amongst the, those who are going to best, the best schools. You know, this, this whole world is in a system. Just everything is system. Maybe you're in the class A class, B class. I don't know which class you're in. But this wisdom says that does not matter. What really matters is that you are blessed because of how you live. The next verse. Some, someone. But he delights in the law of the law. On his law he meditates day and night. This is the wisdom. This one. This is the highest wisdom. It is founded on the law of the Lord. It's founded on the scriptures of the Lord. Hallelujah. This is the wisdom that Daniel had. That Daniel said, you know what? I am not going to eat the food that has been sacrificed to idols. I'm not going to eat the king's food. Although he has all the meat. He has all the, you know, I don't think, I don't know. Sometimes I wonder whether I would have resisted it. That food. Yeah, I wonder really. Sometimes I think. You prefer to eat herbs and drink water. But that's the wisdom Daniel had. Daniel did not mind to lose everything. He didn't care. Because he had the best wisdom. He had the best wisdom. He could discern what was right. I will not worship the king. I will not worship any idol. I will not worship. Take me to the lion's den. Whatever. So what? Hallelujah. I'm not having a boyfriend. I will not fornicate. I will not. Yeah. I will not. That is the highest wisdom. Are you getting it? They will tell you, oh, you know how things work. That's natural. This is a superior wisdom. It tells you the end from the beginning. It tells you what will happen at the end of the day. This is a wisdom. You can have all the money you want and not believe in God, you will lose at the end. You can have everything you want. Bible has already called you a fool. It's only a fool. It's only a fool. Psalm 19. Quickly, Psalm 19. I feel like reading it. Psalm 19. Ooh. Thank you, Father. You say there's no God. Just wait. The verse 1. The heavens declare the glory of God. The skies proclaim the works of his hands. Day after day they pour out, they pour forth speech. Night after night they display knowledge. There's no speech or language where their voice is not heard. Their voices go out into all the earth. Their words to the ends of the earth. Hallelujah. 
You cannot say. No. The verse, chapter 14, verse 1. Chapter 14, verse 1. Huh. The fool says in his heart, there is no God. Have all you want. Have all you want. And not have this wisdom about God. He says, you are a fool. It's, you are a fool. So your heart, there's no God. They are corrupt. Their deeds are vile. And there is no one who does good. The Lord looks down from heaven on the sons of men to see if there is any who understands, any who seeks God. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. This is the wisdom we are supposed to have. It's called the best wisdom. It's the wisdom the rich fool did not have. That he had all the principles. He knew. He knew how things work. He had the natural wisdom. He knew that, yeah, 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 yeah. If my, if my field is producing crops and it's producing very well, I need to build, I need to, you know, tear down my whatever and build larger ones so that I can store the ones I have. He knew. He had the natural wisdom. Yeah. But he was a fool. He didn't have the spiritual wisdom. He didn't know that somebody would come and ask him, make account of your life now, today. This is the wisdom we need to have. It's called the superior wisdom. Now, Paul talks about this superior wisdom in 1 Corinthians chapter 3. Let's get into our text now. Corinthians, 1 Corinthians chapter 3. First Corinthians 3, verse 18. Do not, be, do not deceive yourselves. If any of you think you are wise by the standards of this world, of this age, if you think you are wise by what? The standards, by the standard of this world, by the natural wisdom, Bible says don't rely on it. Hallelujah. You know, God can even tell you something that naturally looks foolish. It goes against the foolish, the, the wise standards. It looks foolish. But that is the wisdom. It is higher. It is the best. And we'll see why it is the best. We will see why very soon. He says, if you think you are wise by the standards of this world, are you getting it? By the standards. Standard though. Standard. Yeah. If you, if, you should get to, if you should get this job, you should go to this school. If you should get this school, you should do this job. You know, you should go to this. You know, there are standards. Standards. Standard. 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 I mean, I don't meet the standards, so I run fast. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Standards of this world. Standard. Hey! If you think you are wise, by the standards of this world, you should become fools so that you will become wise. Hallelujah. I don't want you to, to say you're a fool, but you say you should become a fool. Say, I, yeah, I prefer to be a fool. Let me be a fool. Do you, are you getting it? It's like most times when Christians do something, it's like you're a fool. It's like you're a fool. You're a fool. No. No, you're a fool. No, it doesn't work this way. No, it's because you are working with what? The highest word, wisdom. It means that if you are working with the highest wisdom, people will call you, if you are actually working with the highest wisdom, they will actually call you what? A fool. So if they are not calling you a fool, that means that, mm, 
if they are not calling you a fool, then it's like, no, you are not, you are not, you are, mm. how many of you have felt like you're a fool before? You felt you're a fool. Ah, how can I just shut up? No. I'm a fool. That is it. You're a fool. No, I didn't say that. No, the Bible said it. You're a fool. It says you should become fools so that you may be wise. Because you see, that is, he said, he said, he said the cross was foolishness to them. It's foolishness. Foolishness. The picture of the cross was foolish. Foolish. No. That doesn't make sense. For the wisdom of this world is foolishness in God's. <laughs> the wisdom of this world is foolishness in God's sight. As it is written, he catches the wise in their craftiness. The wisdom of this world is foolish. It is foolish in God's sight. So you are wise by the standards of this world, but you are fools in the eyes of God. Hallelujah. And you are foolish in the standards of this world, and you are wise in the eyes of God. Have you, heard, have you, have you listened to what Jesus is saying? Sell all your possessions and give to the poor and come and follow me. Please. I mean, who says this? It is fools who talk like that. But you see, in the eyes of the world, it is the fool. Yeah. I'm sure that man went home thinking Jesus has a problem. I'm very sure. You pay tight? You pay tight? 10% of all you get. You're a fool. Yeah, you're a fool. Yeah, you give to the poor? No, don't do that. No, no. This is higher wisdom. It's superior. They insult you, don't insult back. You don't insult back. You don't insult back. Ha! 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 They treat you like this. And you don't. You are a fool. Yes. In your eyes. But in God's eyes, I'm very wise. Hallelujah! Amen! He says the standard of this world, the, the, the wisdom of this world, the natural wisdom of this world, yes, 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 could be that is foolish in the eyes of God. And again, the Lord knows that the thoughts of the wise are futile. This is the conclusion that uh, Solomon came to. It's wise. You are building. It's wise. You are, you are, it is wise. It is, but mm -mm, at the end of the day, it is futile at the end of the day. It is only the wisdom of God that would reign. So then, no one, no more boasting about human leaders. All things are yours. Hallelujah. All things are yours. This is the wisdom. The wisdom, spiritual wisdom makes you know everything is yours. You know, you can give. I don't know. It has helped me so much. You can give out of your pocket. You don't have anything. The Lord told you, give it to that poor person. You don't have anything. But it's wisdom. Why? Because you know that everything is what? Is yours. You don't lack. It's the wisdom of God. I get in it. You can give. Give all. Just give. Just ah. No, you're a fool. No, no, no. Everything is yours already. Everything is yours. That's the wisdom of God. Hallelujah. All things are yours. You don't have lack. The Lord is your shepherd. He doesn't have lack. Are you seeing the character of this wisdom? James chapter 3. James 3. We are going to pray. We are going to pray and ask the Lord, please help us. 
James chapter 3. Are you there? James 3, the verse, the verse 40 or the verse 30. Who is wise and understanding among you? Let him show it by his good life, by the deeds done in humility. That comes from wisdom. But if you have all bitter envy and selfish ambition in your hearts, do not boast about it or deny the truth. Such wisdom does not come down from heaven, but is earthly, unspiritual, and of the devil. For where you have envy and selfish ambition, there you have every disorder and every evil practice. But the wisdom that comes from above, there's a wisdom that God gives from heaven. It's first of all pure, peace-loving, considerate, submissive, full of mercy, and good fruits, impartial and sincere. Peacemakers who sow in peace raise a harvest of righteousness. It always ends in righteousness. But in the eyes of the world, it's like a fool. In the eyes of God, they are very smart. They are very smart. Hallelujah. They are very smart. I believe the Lord is speaking to us. Colossians chapter 3, chapter 1. Colossians 1. Colossians 1 verse 9. Colossians 1 verse 9. For this reason, since the day we heard about you, we have not stopped praying for you. That's why we have to pray. It comes with prayer. <laughs> we continually ask God to fill you with the knowledge of His will. The knowledge of His will. Through all wisdom and understanding. In other places, it's through all spiritual wisdom and understanding. That the spirit gives. It comes from the spiritual. Hallelujah. It is the wisdom of God. It's the wisdom that will let you leave everything and follow him. It is foolish. It doesn't follow natural order. So that you will leave. Uh -huh, let me start from the verse. The verse 10. So this wisdom comes from the spirit. The verse 10. So that you may live a life worthy of the Lord. And please him in every way. Bearing fruits in every good work. Growing in the knowledge of God. Hallelujah. These are the characteristics of the wisdom of God. The spiritual wisdom. You please him. You are blameless. When you walk in this wisdom, you are blameless. On the day you come, you find you blameless. There are many choices in life. You know, there are some choices if you don't use the wisdom of God. You choose naturally. But it's a good wisdom, but it's not the best. You end up not pleasing God. You end up becoming uh, soiled, soil, soiling yourself with something. You will not be blameless. But it says this wisdom makes you what? Blameless. You please him. You please God. Bearing fruits, you bear fruit. You are fruitful. This is why you have to choose this one. 
you bear fruits, bearing fruits in every good work. Next thing, you grow in the knowledge. It permits you to keep growing. When you are going to have a job, ask God, I want this job. This is the job I want. This is the kind of, I want a job that will help me to bear fruits. That will help me to be blameless. There are some jobs, it is very difficult. Very difficult. <laughs> very difficult to be blameless. Very, very difficult. You'll be, you'll be forced to lie. You'll be forced to cheat. You'll be, you'll be forced. Go with the wisdom of God. I can see you walking with the wisdom of God. And you are becoming blameless in the name of Jesus. There are some schools you go to, your life cannot be blameless. No, 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 no. You cannot please God there. No. Choices. There's a woman you marry, you will not be blameless. There's a woman. She looks good and nice. Maybe she even prays in tongues, but I'm telling you, you marry her, your life cannot be blameless. Ha! Ah! Her tongues are different levels. Different levels. Different levels of the tongues. Hallelujah. You will not be blameless. You will not bear fruit. No, you will bear natural fruit. But you will not bear fruit for the Lord. You will not. Brothers and sisters, we need to make the choices that will allow us to bear fruit for him. To be blameless until his coming. Hallelujah. And then it says, growing in the knowledge of God. The more every day, every day in out you are growing. Since you started dating this boy, you don't grow again. You don't grow. You know that you don't grow. You know. Until God takes him away from Morocco, you will not, you are standpoint, you are not going to grow. You know that you have not been growing. You, have, you know that you have stopped praying. You know. You know. Hallelujah. Uh, all those boys who are not allowing these girls to grow hey, and all the girls who are not allowing the boys to grow in their knowledge they are not growing because of you every night instead of prayer you say talk, talk to me tell me something sweet dream tell me a dream something that will allow hey, they have stopped growing they have stopped since they met you ah they have stopped growing. Oh God, have mercy on us. These are the choices. Each time I just know that I am in a whatever, I, I'm not growing. I just know I'm in the wrong place. I remember telling my wife early when we started dating, I told her, hey, if I fall out with God, I'll fall out with you. Claire, I fall out with God, I'll fall out with you. Yeah, didn't I tell you? I told her. The best choices. Hallelujah. The sign that she's a good woman and she's the best woman for me is the fact that I'm preaching today. Hallelujah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I'm bearing fruit for the Lord. Hallelujah. There are some marriages, I'm telling you, the girl looks nice, but brother, Maybe you've checked their personality. You checked. It is corresponding. Phlegmatic to this thing. It works. Sanguine to, to melancholic. It works. Perfect. One will, one will stimulate the other. Are you getting it? But you just know. You don't know. But you see, if you don't use the wisdom of God, you just go inside and you can't bear fruit for the Lord again. Many people, many people's lives have just ceased. 
Christian life as they see. Because sometimes she'll be telling you, we have to buy this, we need this one. We have to work more. We have to do this. We have to do more. We have to do more. We have to do more. And you do more and do more and do more. You never bear fruit. You don't even have time for yourself. You don't even have time for anything. You don't have time for God. You don't have time for anything. I am preaching in the name of Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We need the wisdom of God. We need to make the best choices. Hallelujah. Not everything that looks like a man is a man. Not everything that looks like a, a woman in a skirt. Something in a skirt looks like, you know, uh, somebody, in a, anybody in a skirt like, feels like it's a woman. No. No. Ah. Tell somebody, not all that are in skirts are best for you. Not all that are in skirts. Yeah. These days, men also wear skirts, so be careful. You have to be careful. They <laughs> always wear since you started that friendship, you have not been praying again. You don't read your Bible again. You don't. You know. Your fire, oh, fire extinguisher. Somebody <laughs> says fire has been extinguisher, boy. Your fire is, is gone. You don't have fire for the Lord again. But the girl looks nice. Oh. Pastor, everything is working all. Everything is working. <laughs> I have checked. I have checked. Everything is working. Even my family has accepted all. My mother is so proud of him, uh, Pastor. So it looks like who is the pastor to now tell you something else? The mm, mother says it's good. Do you not bear fruit? And you will not be blameless. When the Lord will come, You'll be ashamed of him. Ashamed of him. When you see him after you can't lift up your eyes. May the Lord help us. The thing he says here about this wisdom, about this choosing, he says you will be strengthened in verse 11. Being strengthened with all power. You are strengthened with, it's when you're walking in the right, best choices of God the right wisdom that is allowing you to make the best choices of your life. He says you are strengthened with power, all power, according to the glorious, according to the glorious might, so that you may have great endurance and patience. You are strengthened, power. Hallelujah. The power of God flows through you and, and, and you have endurance and patience in the in midst of difficulties. You see that you are calm. You see that God is with you. Yeah. You have power. The other thing you see in the verse 12 is that you are joy, joy, joy. How many people don't have joy? Hey, you marry the best woman. Ooh, no joy. When we pass by your, 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 your window, it is only fights. Hey, you have no joy. Hey, she looks like the woman you dreamed of some whatever, but you have no joy. You have no joy. I pray that you make the best choices. Hallelujah. Yes. Eh, we have to consider how much money it has. So marriage is not very easy. Or it's, marriage is very, very expensive. It's not, it's not true. Yeah. Marriage is very, very expensive. We have to consider how much. These days, you don't come marry with dry pockets. Or all these people who, they are just talking... Um, me, I don't. Ah, 
Okay, continue. Go and marry the one with money. He's also a Christian. He also goes to church. He also goes to church. He's a Christian. He's a Christian. He goes to church. <laughs> Hallelujah. Somebody says he gives announcement. Ah, that's all. God help us. Verse 12. <laughs> Giving joyful thanks. You see, you, your heart, you, you see, maybe you don't have much with him. Maybe you don't have much, but your heart is, your heart is, there's joy. There's joy. Hallelujah. And you are giving thanks to the Lord who has qualified you to share an inheritance. The last thing is that your inheritance is assured. With this kind of wisdom, your inheritance is assured. Hallelujah. The question now, how do we get this wisdom? How do we get this wisdom? How many want this wisdom? Actually, brother, how many do you want this wisdom? Do you want this wisdom that will help you to be blameless? Eh? This wisdom that will give you joy. The wisdom that will give you power. It doesn't matter what you have on the outside. That is the kind of wisdom we are talking about. It doesn't matter. No, no, no. You are walking in the ways of God. You are walking in the wisdom of God. These are the things that matter. It doesn't matter where you live and what you have and all that. And what works, what doesn't work. And the will of God. How do you get this wisdom? Two keys have been given to us. Philippians chapter 1. We are coming to pray. Our passage just gave us the key. <laughs> the verse 9. The first one, it says, This is my prayer. The first key is prayer. Pray. 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 Hallelujah. Hey, pray. Yes, pray. Prayer. This is my prayer. Now, he's not praying that you have the wisdom. No, 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 no. That's, that's not the point. The wisdom comes by love. He says, I pray that your love I pray that your love may what? Abound more and more in knowledge and depth of insight. Hallelujah. Is that true? Yeah. Yeah. If you love, if you love the keyboard, how many love the keyboard? Brother David is with us. We are happy he's with us. Wow. If you love the keyboard, you see, he loves the keyboard. If you love the keyboard, what will you do? You will stay with it. And your depth of wisdom, of knowledge, will what? Will increase. I, he has played more with the keyboard than I have. I think so. Yeah. May I just go and come? I just, I just want one key to run away. But he has done a lot more spend more time. So he has more knowledge more knowledge on, on it. If you stay with the camera you have more knowledge about the camera. Is that not so? Yeah. But you stay with it because you what? You love the camera. Yeah. 
Hallelujah. Yeah. Yeah, Moses has more knowledge behind all those things there. I don't know what it is. Some machines and whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Because he loves it. He has a natural affinity. So most times he's on it. He's doing it. He loves it. And so the more he spends time on those things, the more his knowledge word increases. If you spend time on these drums, spend time because you love the drums. Your skill and your knowledge about the drums will what? Will increase. Yeah. If you love that girl, you spend more time with the girl. You spend more energy with the girl. So the more you spend energy with the girl, the more your knowledge and your skill about the girl <laughs> increases. So Paul is not asking us to pray for knowledge. He's asking us to pray for what? For love. If you want to know the mind of God, if you want to know where God wants you to go, he wants you, he wants, he wants, you want to know that the woman he wants you to marry, the best choice for your education, the best choice for this, the best choice for that, that wisdom comes by your love. The more you stay with him. So he's praying. Not just that they will be filled with the knowledge of his wisdom. No, no, no. But he's praying that their love, their love, because today, maybe God will tell you, maybe a prophet will tell you, marry this person. You don't even know whether it's true. You go and marry the person. But what, what about the next thing? Who will tell you? So that's why you'll be chasing the prophet. Yeah. But God can tell you. Today, we don't want love relationship with God. No. We just want direction. When you hear, when you hear prophets just running around, but the key is here. Love. Hallelujah. And this is my prayer. That your love, my love will abound. I want to know more about what God has to say. I want to know more about the best choices to make. But that is going to come by my love. And that is what is most difficult now. Having love for the Lord. He says, all things work together for good. For they that what? Love him. And are called according to his purpose. Love comes before calling. Love comes before calling. God will call you into this. He will show you into that. Somebody asked me, how do you know that you're supposed to be a pastor? I don't know. I didn't know. Yeah. How do you know you're supposed to stop this? I didn't know. How do you know you're supposed to know? He says, they that love him, he will call you. As you walk in love with him, he will call you. So pray. Pray that you will love the Lord. Pray that you will walk in love with him. And he says, as he calls you into different things, no matter what happens, all things will work together. All things will work together. All things will work together. All things. All things. All things will work together. Hallelujah. For they that love and are called, they that love and are called, they that love and are called, 
God will call you as you walk in love with him. He will call you. Pray that he calls you into your marriage in the name of Jesus. He calls you into that best partner that he has for you. I pray that he calls you into the best business he has for you. May he call you into the best ministry he has for you. Because there are many places you can waste your time. And you will not be blameless. That's why even a church you go is very important. The kind of church you go to. Yeah, very, very important. Father, help us. What a great key. What a great key that Apostle Paul has given to us. If you have this love, your knowledge will abound. Your knowledge will abound. I pray that you even love your course. You know, some of the courses we do, it's not that it's difficult to. You don't love it. You don't love the course. That is why your knowledge does not abound there. You don't love it. Because if you love it, you stay there. Love brings knowledge. Love brings knowledge. That's why Bible says, if knowledge does not prove love, then it means that it's a, it's a wrong knowledge. It's false. May the Lord help us. Have the wisdom, the natural wisdom. It is good. But don't stay there. Look out for instructions. But don't stay there also. Stay with the best. Like spiritual wisdom. That which comes from the Lord himself. Hallelujah. Shall we pray? Shall we pray? This Wednesday I'll be continuing this. And uh, the Lord will bless us greatly. We are a huge part. I'm not able to continue. Finish with. Father, we thank you. How many know you need to make the best choices of your life now? You are at the point you just need best choice. You need choices. You have to make the best choices. Begin to just pray. Begin to pray. He says, pray. I pray that your love will abound. I pray that your love will abound. You know, in this period that our love can grow so cold because we are not fellowshipping, we are not worshipping with others and uh, things can just take us over. Pray that, no, 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 that you are not going to go down. You need to be making the best choices now. You need the best choices now. Oh, ask him, ask him to lead you. Ask him, Father, Father, please, I want my love to come to you. I want my heart to come to you. I want to hear from you. In the name of Jesus. You are the pillar that holds my life. You are the pillar. You are the pillar that holds my life. Oh, Master Jesus, you are the pillar that holds my life. Oh, Master Jesus, the pillar you are
a voice behind you telling you this is the way. This is the way. Begin to pray. Masaba, Lekapaya. No one under the sound of my voice will miss their way. You will not miss the best choices. You don't miss the best ways. In the mighty name of Jesus, pray that you hear a voice behind them. You hear a voice. You hear a voice. You hear a voice behind telling you this is the way. This is the way walking it. This is the way walking it. Yes, yes. Do not turn to the left. Do not turn to the right. Yes, in the name of Jesus.
We thank you, Father. We give you glory. Father, may we walk in the best for us. The best for us. The best for us. Let us define ourselves not by the standards of the world, not by the standards of our parents, not by the standards, but may we define ourselves by the standards you have for us. Thank you, Father. We bless you. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Put your hands up for Jesus. Yes, yes, yes. Put your hands up for him. Wow. We believe you have been blessed by today's message. Connect with Pastor Elliot Lamte on our Facebook page, Family of Champions International Ministries, and join our service live each and every Sunday on Facebook. Now we commit you to God and the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and to give you an inheritance among all those who are sanctified. Stay blessed.